a listener production. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director, Katja Vaktel, and the host of This Guide to Melbourne. Today we're chatting about two new openings that have a real sense of nostalgia about them. One takes diners to southern Italy, with recipes handed down from the owner's nonna, and the other feels like the kind of old-school, decades-old delis that older generations grew up with. A few weeks ago, I started getting messages from friends who had spotted a new shop on High Street in Armidale. They know I love a deli, and this one stood out because of its old-school signage, tiled floor. It doesn't look like other delis you will find around Melbourne. It's called Rubens. It's not your typical Melbourne deli, and that's because you're not going to go in and find salami and prosciutto and mortadella. You're going to find smoked fish, bagels, babka, and, of course, Reuben sandwiches with a name like that. And you've also got a former head chef from Cutler & Co and Marion involved, so this place is special. Broadsheets Ruby Harris joins us today to give us the virtual tour and the eating tour of Reuben's. Welcome, Ruby. Thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure to be able to talk about another deli on the south side. This is becoming your specialty. Absolutely. I think we should start with a bit of context around what this kind of spot is. So for those who are thinking, I know what a deli looks like, you're going to arrive at Rubens and be like, oh, this doesn't feel like maybe the kind of experience I've had unless you've been to New York and gone to the kind of appetizing stores like Russ and Daughters, which are specialty Jewish stores where you can get smoked fish, bagels. I mean, they, they talk about it as the kind of place where you go to get anything that goes with bagels. So you've been to Russ and Daughters in New York and I have as well. There's a similar vibe at Rubens. Yeah, definitely a similar vibe. I think that it's probably best described as a deli and an appetizing store, if we can make that mashup. You can get the bagel made there and take it home, or you can take home, you know, the smoked fish and all the fillings and you can put on your own bagel lunch at home if you prefer. And at a traditional appetizing store in New York, you're not going to find necessarily, you know, hot smoke pastrami. You're probably going in and you're seeing seven different kinds of smoked salmon or gravlax and you're, you know, adding cream cheese and tomato and onion. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're really getting the fillings and you're going home to do the rest. Yeah. So at Rubens in Armadale, there's a couple of people behind it who Melbournians might be familiar with. Can you tell us who's behind the store? Yeah. So Amanda Rubin, I think people will be very familiar with. Her mum came from a hospitality background and her and her mum opened Cooper Miller's on High Street in Armadale, I think she said 18 years ago now. For those who know that image of an Ottolenghi salad piled high at some of the stores he has around the world, Cooper Miller's had a similar style. It was just like plates of bountiful salad and it was it was actually really exciting at the time. There wasn't anything else like it. Well, yeah, so it's like packed salads. They're all in the windows. I remember like for years walking past and like it really stands out. Um, she was actually saying so many people have come into Ruben's Deli who were coming in with their mums as kids and now they're grown-ups. I think that's me as well because I used to go in with my mum. Yeah, so they had that together and it was, you know, a really beautiful store. Then she also opened over in Ripponlea Miss Rubin's Canteen, which she was doing catering from there. And it was sort of a bit of a similar vibe to Cooper and Miller's, but they had, you know, the, the Reuben there. It was big bowls of pasta. Pretty sure they had the matzo ball soup there then as well. And it was a really beautiful store. It only closed at the end of 2020. And when we were speaking about Ruben's Deli now, she said she's wanted to open a deli for so long and for so many years. And now this is sort of the realisation of that dream. The other person, of course, who's joined to this has a very different hospitality background, fine dining. So Chris Watson was the former head chef of Marion and Cutler & Co, one of, you know, two major players in Andrew McConnell's Trader House group. How did they come together, that pair? 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm not actually 100% sure how the pairing came together, but the idea is that it's, you know, top quality restaurant food in this small deli setting, which is really exciting. Like, I don't think there's many delis in Melbourne that are doing the food to that standard. They're doing things differently. So we'll talk about the sliced fish by hand in a second, which is rare if not, I don't think it's available anywhere else in Melbourne, but talking about that top quality food, you said the salad was amazing that you had and you got that sense of the kind of consideration and experience that someone like Chris Watson has. Absolutely. Everything is super fresh. It's going to be very seasonal. So salads are going to change. The offering's going to change. It's all about, you know, the top quality produce. And Chris obviously brings a wealth of experience to the menu and to designing that. So they're going to work together on what the menu will look like, how it will change. He's also working very closely on the catering, which they're offering out of Ruben's Deli. You feel like you're eating home-cooked food that's come from a chef, if you can imagine that sort of combination. Sounds great. So when you go into the store, which I've also visited, there's this beautiful tiled ground on kind of on either side you have glass cabinets, some filled with, you know, one side is milk and soups and things like that, but then on the other side is, of course, the salad bar. There's a lot of treats, which, again, we will we'll get to the bubkas at some point. but there's a line of smoked fish in front of you. Slicing by hand is not common in Melbourne. I, I'm, I'm not aware of anywhere else that slices fish, smoked fish by hand. Yeah, I've never heard of anywhere else doing it. Amanda said she is pretty sure that they're the only place in Melbourne doing it. Um, it's very unique. They're, it's really, they're doing everything themselves. They've got a smoker in the kitchen and they're smoking all the fish themselves. They're cutting it by hand. It's out from first thing in the morning. So if you're ready to pick up dinner first thing in the morning to take home with you, you're welcome to do that. So um, it's a different experience to going into a store and buying all the smoked fish that we tend to get in Melbourne is pre-sliced. Yeah. So it's a, and it's a bit of an art form, you know, slicing by hand. You have to be, it's incredibly thin. You have to be really considered. I, I love watching that whole process and ritual unfold. Yeah. I wanted to ask if I could come into the kitchen and watch them do it. I feel like I would have <laughs> set them up a little bit, but it looked really beautiful. Like I feel like it looks different. It looks homemade. It's all laid out. There's different choices. I know the hot smoked honey salmon has been a massive hit in the opening few weeks. Um, I think that's what I'm going to get my hands on next as well. Basically, you choose your fish and then you can choose your cream cheese, your condiments, and then you make up your bagel, which is kind of one of the things that's going to be the highlights, I think, of the experience there. Yeah, definitely. I think being able to really build it from scratch like you can at, you know, delis in New York. And I think that's going to be a huge highlight for people. I feel like we have a lot of pre-made bagel options around, but I don't feel like we have many where you can just build it from scratch. Let's go to the Reuben, which is the signature pastrami. And this sandwich had fans back at the former iterations of, of, the, of the venue that Amanda owned. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I know you didn't try it, but it's something that people have been raving about yeah. on social media. Well, Amanda said to me, because we were talking about, you know, old favourites that have come back to the store, and she said, it's even better than it once was. I did try the old Reuben back in the day, so I will have to try this one to do a bit of a comparison. But yeah, it seems like they're flying out the door. I was in there on a weekday. It was packed. People were just in and out the whole time, grabbing their sandwiches, grabbing their salads. Yeah. Speaking of, I went in to get one of the bobkas. They'd gone. So there is a cinnamon bobka. I think that's been a fan favorite. We've talked a lot about bobka on this podcast. You in particular, Ruby, have done your dash with bobka around the city. So what other kind of sweet treats can we expect? Yeah, so there's the tahini cookies have come back from Miss Rubin, which I think people will remember if you were familiar with Miss Rubin. There's a bunch of rotating sweets and treats that will be out. You need to get the cinnamon babka. Controversial though. Is there a chocolate one? I believe it's just cinnamon for now. 
Because Which as is controversial. It is controversial. <laughs> Anyone who's watched Seinfeld will know there is a war between those who prefer a cinnamon and a chocolate bubka. But I will say I'm a chocolate bubka through and through and I'm very fussy about my bubka. I think it's very easy to get it wrong. It was a very good bubka. Okay. So we'll probably both see each other there this <laughs> yeah. weekend. Ruben's Deli is at King's Arcade, 978 High Street in Armidale. It's open Monday till Friday, 8.30am until 6pm, Saturday, 8.30am until 4.30pm, and on Sunday, 9am until 4pm. Thanks, Ruby. Thank you. Our headline on the website was, it's big non-energy at Supernorma, a pasta pop-up in a former Carlton grocer. And inside this pop-up, you'll find rigatoni doused in rich Napoli-style ragu, Italo disco tunes, and two of Melbourne's self-described youngest nonnas. They're not what you would imagine a nonna to look like. So I advise you go to the broadsheet story to have a look at these two guys. But it's open for a good time, not a long time, and broadsheet's James Williams is here with all the details. So, James, super norma. Before it was Supernorma, this is a little site on Rathdown Street that seems to have been a bit of a local hub for whoever moved in. So can you tell us who was there before Supernorma was? Before Supernorma, it was Tanaka, which was an African-Australian cafe. But then during lockdown, it kind of turned into more of a grocer. And they were selling like sandwiches and just like farm-to-table produce. And it became like a real important part of the community. People were like meeting up there because that was the only time you could really communicate with friends that wasn't virtual yeah and so you would meet up there hang out at the front on the crates and then it became such a a really popular spot which then expanded into fenton farmhouse like two doors up the road because same people yeah yeah a really wonderful little communal spot they closed and now this site has two new residents marco salzano and luca moscato who are they and why have they opened a pasta spot? They are Melbourne's youngest nonnas. But yeah, if your nonna was tattered and had quite a full moustache and mullet. So not your typical nonna, but they nonna are... Nonna energy. Nonna energy. Um, it's a really important part of what they're doing. It's a pop-up takeaway pasta spot. So you get a little container of like a noodle, noodle box of pasta and there's about eight on the menu. It really feels like you're walking into your nonna's kitchen there. Like you come in and then... You hear Marco from the kitchen waving at you, saying hello and welcome. And and then you've got the Italian disco playing in the background and you just pull up a little seat by the window and you've got like ornate gold frames with dried chilies hanging off of them on the side. You're very cool nonna's house. Now, why did they start this place? They grew up in Italy. Why are they living in Australia? They moved here like about five years ago. They didn't know each other prior to moving here, but then somehow met like within the first year of moving in and then knew that they were going to do something together one day. And they weren't sure what it was, but they are friends of Nez who owns Farmhouse and they knew that they had a vacant space in the old Tanaka building. And they were, I think they were out um, at Stefanino Panino eating a panini over there and they were like, we want to make a lunch spot as well. And They're not chefs by training. One of them is a cook at uh, Grossi at the MCG. Oh yeah, of course. So one is, yeah. But together they have a very eclectic resume. Like the chef... Is also a DJ and he's part of a uh, DJ duo, Disco Mediterranea, and they do spaghetti disco nights everywhere. How good. But then the other guy, Luca, is a gaffer, so does lighting for productions, as well as a turntable technician at night. Like they have a very strange combination of jobs and but skills. It's all come together very neatly at this little 
nook on Rathdown Street. It does look like they were always meant to come together. As you said, it's not like every other Italian spot around. Um, in your story, the chef said, you know, I learned to cook with my nonna in Italy and he wanted to make sure that, you know, she won't be around forever. So he wanted to get a little bit of a, I guess, find out and make sure that he has some of those recipes. You said that there's a number of pastas on the menu and most of them come from, you know, their family heirloom recipes. So they've got a bit of history. Marco said he w- was a cook in Italy, but became a chef in Australia. And then now he um, is drawing in those recipes. There was one in particular, the ragu napolitana, which he told a really beautiful story. So he was raised by his nonna since he was about two. Like all nonnas, she was obsessed with food and he said she made him very chubby. But um, she, would, he would wake, she would wake up on a Sunday morning at about 5 a.m. to start making this ragu and then come around 2 o'clock, all the family arrives and they're having this big family lunch and they would have this ragu napolitana and he realized, yeah, that she wasn't going to be around forever so he really wanted to learn her secrets and spent ages cooking with her in the kitchen over there and then when he moved to Australia, realized that a lot of the cuts weren't the same for the meat and he couldn't find the same kind of... Um, exact meats and ingredients that he needed. So he was getting the Italian directions from his nonna and then going to a deli in Carlton and showing the like Google Translate translation of whatever he was asking for. And then eventually figured out like through trial and testing the perfect way to adapt this recipe. And now he's sharing it with us Carltonians. So is this the one that has like, you know, nine different cuts of meat? Yeah, it's cooked over seven hours, nine different cuts of meat, pork and beef. It's very rich and delish. If you see the photos on Broadsheet, you mentioned it, this is a takeaway spot in terms of they come in little takeaway containers, but you can dine in. Yeah, there's a couple seats. There's a bench right in front of the kitchen so you can like watch Marco do his work. And then there's also a bench by the windows so you can kind of like watch Rathdown Street and all the life that's happening on there. And when I was there, there was a lot of drama going on. Someone on was Rathdown like Street? dancing along down the road on Rathdown Street and then someone came in and was like, have you seen this man? <laughs> and she had just been broken into in her home. Gosh. It's all very dramatic, but it was just very Carlton and I loved it. As you mentioned, there's lots of kitschy decor. There's dried chilies hanging overhead. Uh, the music sounds like it's really, really fun. Yeah. So like I said, Marco's a DJ and they are all about spaghetti funk, quote unquote. And so when I was there the first time, they had a bunch of vinyl and it was all Napoli records. So it was not just the food as well as the music that was from south of Italy. Um, but it's it's not really overpowering, but it's just like a nice mood and like atmosphere that they're creating with the music that just matches the food you're eating. How long are they around for? Because it's not a forever spot. It is a pop-up. They are around till the end of September. Um, and then they were going to see how things go and suss out whether or not they were going to extend it until the end of the year. But at the moment, the end date is September. So you have to show them some love and convince them to stick around. Yeah, so head in and get their ragu or the supernorma, which is an eggplant-rich pasta alanorma. There's there's a bunch of different pastas on the menu. So There's eight at any one time plus a special or two, and they've also got like a little dessert. Supernorma is at 140 Rathdown Street in Carlton. The hours are Friday till Sunday, 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. Thanks, James. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore mel. If you're enjoying the podcast, tell your friends and leave us a review. And to make sure you don't miss any episodes, subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening now. I'll be back again on Monday. Same time, same place. Chat then.
Listener.